I'm kind of at the base of the steps and I almost am like exhilarated to see her because I just need, it's when you have that specific need for like a certain person at a certain time. And I think she felt that too. Welcome to West Stories, a podcast for the strange, the small, the silly, and the secret stories we tell ourselves, now told anonymously to you, by the people who lived them and are living them still. I used to be so annoyed about those people who like look the same, who hang out with each other. It's like, oh yeah, like, you can only get along with people who are, like, exactly the same as you. But it's true. It's like you need someone. You need people who are, like, similar to you. Scarily similar to you because it gives you, like, a broader sense of your own self, I think. And then you can be, like, enriched as you relate to people who are, like, not that similar to you. And I'm not, like, perfect when it comes to this front. Like, I'm judgmental and, like... I, I want to be more, like, open-minded or whatever the fuck. Like, I just, I want to be less demanding of how much similarity I require of someone. Like, how much I require someone to be like me when I'm, when I'm looking for friends or when I'm connecting with people. Like, so I'm recognizing, I think, that I, I obviously don't have it all figured out when it comes to this. Does love look different from friendship? How do we make a distinction? How do we know? These feelings, with all of their strange shades and subtle variations, sneak up on us, tease us, deceive us. In this episode, our storyteller explores a friendship so close and familiar, it's like looking in a mirror. Here is West Stories, episode one. We joked so long, I started to believe it. I'm a senior now, and I am, everyone's gonna know, I feel like everyone's gonna know it's me when I say, like, I'm a theater person, but, like, I try to be on the periphery a little bit so that I can absorb a lot of the knowledge and a lot of the goodness of the community um, while avoiding some of the um, pettiness that comes with being fully submerged in it. And I think that is sort of how we initially kind of began to connect. She is a sophomore. She is also like a perspective, I mean, she's a theater major now um, and a government as well. And she's like, she's so funny because she's like this, I call her kind of the better version of me. Like she's, we, we have like similar color hair and like, Sometimes, like, if we're, we're next to each other, like, in a picture or something, like, it looks like we're siblings. Like, she looks a lot more like my siblings than my actual siblings do. And she is kind of that person who carries herself with an air of, like, not like I'm better than everyone else, but, like, just, like, a very mature air about her. It was interesting meeting her her freshman year 
and my year when I was sort of like entering the theater major more and I was literally I mean I was in a freshman acting class as a junior and I was sort of like trying to pretend I had some sort of a grasp on things for her because she seemed like the person in our relationship to like in our friendship to like be the person who had the answers and I would like almost look to her for the answers and when she didn't know them I like felt like oh my god like if I'm a mentor to her and I can get her to know all the answers then I can turn to her for advice so I think like that was sort of like I knew that she would do with the same information that I had better things and I think knowing that made me like really want to be her friend and yeah and last night she actually we had like our first conversation sort of since her freshman year my junior year about like her sexuality and like her relationship to queerness I even told her I was like yeah and I was like I was getting a lot of queer vibes from you when you were a freshman so like I think I was flirting a little bit and she's like really like but I don't think she was that surprised she was just kind of like I was just kind of out of it and like disoriented freshman year so in thinking about how other people are looking at us and I think like because we're both sort of like theater minded people we think about that a lot and like we also think a lot about how we sort of have settled on the margins of the theater community by sort of gravitating to each other and and if any theater person listens to this I don't know if they'll know what I'm talking about because we try so hard not to take up too much space but maybe we take up space by doing that so anyway we we started to kind of talk about how like our moments that feel just very this is so awful to but like very transcendent for us like random moments when we'll like I'll text her and then like she'll text me like a second after because like she was about to text me and then like she's at late night with like her boy toy and I'm kind of at the base of the steps and I almost am like exhilarated to see her because I just need it's when you have that specific need for like a certain person at a certain time and um I think she felt that too because like when we finally saw each other and we were in the midst of late night like everyone was around us we just sort of even even the person she was seeing was like right you know 10 feet away and we just spent probably like I don't know a full minute holding our hands up to each other and just sort of like intertwining our hands yeah and just like sitting in that or standing in that and and then we would we sort of embraced for a while and just like almost release these just like exhales in almost unison and it was just it was so funny because I don't know maybe it'd be more intimate if that moment were in private but it almost felt heightened that we were in the midst of like chocolate chip pancakes and tater tots and like plastic (laughs) of late night like it just felt really it we just would have moments like that and I am I'm almost 
absorbed and, and whack when I, for lack of a better word, just like um, exhilarated when I tell these moments too because I feel this like lift and I think like to other people, it just looks like two weird ass white girls who look exactly the same, like embracing in the midst of late night. And I think my relationship with her and that kind of closeness has definitely changed the way I react to people that I perceive as like the same people interacting with the same people all the because people are feeling something very separate from the environment that they're actually in. So we took our I mean we took ourselves out of of campus um we went to perk on maine and we i think we were even joking on the way there we were joking about like i was like ha like she's not working on my show because we're too close and she was like ha yeah like i'm not working on your show because we're like too close (laughs) and i was like yeah (laughs) and i think like stand-ins for too close were like started to become like oh yeah like you're not working on my show because we're hooking up and like yeah like you're not working on our show because like we're in love and we're gonna get married but like we're not gonna work together and like it was kind of things like that that were just sort of passing so we get to the cafe and um and we like sit down like we're on the couch in perk on maine if you've been there there's a couch it's fluffy and it's near like these random like wheels that hold up a table so like when you put your feet on the table like you can't it rolls away it's like really embarrassing and it's also like shame on you for like transgressing like social norms by treating it like a coffee table. But anyway, we saw right across from us, so if we're, our backs are like to the wall, right in front of us, like 20 feet away, we see this young, younger woman, probably maybe like 25, like a little bit older than us. She's carefully setting up this toddler's um, high chair. And it's the fanciest high chair. It's like baby blue and it like has these it it like unfolds like one of those um like a lawn chair it's like a mini lawn chair it's so much okay and everything is so much like the the girl has like this really cute like pink hat with these little like bear ears on them like it looks like the vagina hat but it's like not the vagina hat because it's a bear and it's just her it's just the younger girl, she's, like, kind of simple looking, she has very intense, like, on the intense, like, makeup that's on the intense side, like, it's not like she's not wearing makeup, she has her hair pulled back, brown hair, she's not anything special looking, that's what I'm trying to communicate, and then this, like, gorgeous woman comes over, like, with these, like, very distinct cheekbones and, like, this curly hair, she comes over with two mimosas, And she sets the mimosas down and starts to drink them with her kids and her blank question mark. So me and my friend are are staring at at these ladies together. 
And um, just so you, like, you won't hate on this. Like, have I said I'm, like, gay? Okay. And, like, my friend apparently, like, as of last night has divulged to me that she identifies as queer. And so anyway, we were, we were sort of watching and I was like, hmm, are they a couple or are they... Is one, is the, like, gorgeous cheekbone one, like, just out without her husband, and, like, the nanny is is helping her out. We kind of watch, and I'm like, oh, look at the diligence with which the nanny, my, my concept, my theory was nanny. I was like, she's definitely a nanny because look how diligently she's, like, buckling in the little kid into her little, like, high chair, like, eating place, okay? And then... My friend was like, no, but like, I don't know if I would drink mimosas with my nanny. And I was like, the age gap, the the looks gap, I was just like, probably a nanny ship. And so we were just kind of thinking about throughout throughout um, our, our brunch and we're talking and chatting. Um, and on our way out, like we kind of smile as we pass the couple that we've been like, analyzing the whole meal and on our right <laughs> we just see I almost just see first like the tip of a baseball cap like in my peripheral vision and like I look over and it's like two very very serious women very serious women looking down at their omelets like stabbing home fries like in harmony slash discord and like two little boys sitting at their like for art their foretop or whatever their table and then my friend and I um just look at each other full of joy like it's just so funny it's just so so funny that like we spent all morning scrutinizing this couple and then and then walking out the door we're like Oh yeah, the other couple was definitely nanny and straight woman because there was something so gay about the other couple. Like you just knew it. And like one had I think like straight like blonde hair and just like a I mean not that you can like tell these things. Not that it's I mean it's so much more complex than that, but just the air was like I just knew it. And we both knew it at the same time. And it was so funny. It actually, it did make me stop joking about us hooking up. After that day, I I didn't joke anymore. Because I think... At that moment, we moved outside of what others thought looking in on us and moved into what we really are. And that's when I realized that I don't need to make this a thing. Because writing about this, I, I thought like, oh, maybe we joked so long, we started, I started to believe it. And that's a little re- representative of, I think, my questions of like, what does it mean to relate to a friend who's like very clearly your friend and won't be anything more as a romantic partner in a way 
but like talking all the time and like having these like breathless moments with them and like it's totally platonic it's just sort of like trying to figure out what it means when like you're a very gay woman and like your best friend is you almost relate to her like a romantic partner I think that I am just in like a super super close friendship with someone as a queer human as long as it's a healthy thing which I'm not totally sure how to ensure that it is I think it's okay so I'm trying to be more forgiving of people who are like glued at the hip where it always used to annoy me so much before it still does a little bit but it just sort of happened This episode of West Stories was recorded and edited by me, Claudia Schatz, with music by Julia Mitchell, and with production, technological, and moral support from the fearless podcasters Ali Pham, Cameron Costanzo, and Jeremy Mopsick. If you have a tale you'd like to tell on West Stories, please write to me at cschatz at wesleyan.edu. That's C-S-C-H-A-T-Z at wesleyan.edu. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll have more stories to share soon. 